What up, what up, this Steph G And this is Nika T And this is His, hers, and the truth podcast. podcast How you just leave me hanging? You know what, my mind forgets stuff too You know, sometimes when we take a small break You know You ain't forgot a damn be, thing, I don't think, Things be a little delayed, man Alright, man How what you is? been? You know How's life going for you? I've been tired, just like, tired, like, like fed up, Hey fam, no, like, sleepy tired, like, I remember one day I went to bed, it was about 7.30, I haven't did this since I was, I was a kid, like, I was like, hey, don't, don't talk to me, don't look at me, don't, don't think about me, cause if you think about me, I'ma feel it, and it's gonna irritate my sleep, just don't, how did it feel going to bed that early? Lovely. You ain't wake up early, early or nothing. I know you say you wake up at like. I mean, I'm up at five thirty, anyways. <clears throat> if I go to bed at seven, I gotta be sick. I gotta be sick. I gotta be tired, sick and tired. Uh, drained. I might Probably. I don't Why doubt it. But the last time I went to bed at seven, I was like, jive age. Up, up until like 10 maybe I don't know what to say you I just stay know up that more. there was some good Nah fuck that you need to stay up more. I'm getting all the damn uh, rest I can get I'm gonna start calling you I'm gonna no, start you're calling not. Yes, I am. No, you Ring not. ring You don't even like talking on the phone You're not gonna call me Hey what's wrong with that bro? And you know I, I, I'll leave my phone on vibrate What's wrong with not liking to talk on the phone? Ain't shit wrong with it. I'd rather a motherfucker text me. I don't want to sit and hold no damn phone. Because pe- I don't think people understand, you know, like why certain people probably don't like talking on the phone. It's because, you know. I don't be having <clears throat> shit interesting to talk about. And, and and it don't even be that. It just be like, I just be doing other stuff or I just want some me time. I mean, and, that's uh, what it is for me. I just don't have interesting shit to talk. I mean. I also, I just be wanting me to. I be wanting to be left the fuck alone. And with text messages, I can respond back to you whenever I feel whenever. like responding back to you. But and like, then you get time to think over text messages. But like, what that person mean by this? Like my daddy called me the other night, and it was about nine o'clock, nine something at night. <laughs> nigga calling me. <laughs> That's why you fucked up, baby. What you doing? Man, I'm about to go to bed, daddy. Like, fam. Mm-hmm. This it's past my bedtime. <laughs> no, it ain't time to go to bed yet. And he is really on the phone talking to me. He telling me about his surgeries that he got to have, which I'm glad he let me know about that. But he talking to me about the dogs and the horses, and and I was just like, bro, I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> like I kept saying, like every five minutes, I'm like, all right, dad, I'm about to go ahead and get off of here so I can go to bed. <laughs> and he just really holding me on the phone, fam. Like, don't get me wrong, I love my dad, but he... he how, be, how often do you think you talk to your dad? Um, not often enough. I would say probably... In a month's time, how often do you think? One to two times a month. Damn. Yeah, I don't talk to him often enough. Do you he, think he, you should? Yeah, I feel like I should more. He, he told me the other night when he called, he was like, we need to have daddy, daughter, and granddaughter day. Because I used to, like, go to his house on the weekends like i would take ja to his house on the weekends and we just hang out me and him probably drink a few beers together 
and chop it up, listen to some music. He'll hop on the grill or some shit. Like, my daddy don't care what type of weather it is. He that motherfucker down the grill. He don't give a shit what type of weather it is. It can be raining outside. Oh, I'm 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 throw something on the grill as soon as it let up. <sighs> Fam. That sound like my dad, cause he uh, he called me over there uh this past weekend and he was grilling. Yeah. And I was too a little bit. But uh Yeah, man. I I think you know what I think <clears throat> spending time with your folks, your your parent your parents is vital because right. It's like you you kind of map out how you how you might want your child to treat you when you get older, right? Because I know <clears throat> Skylar, she be asking about her granddaddy, both well, both papas and like both grandmas. Me and me and my dad, we ain't always have a close relationship. Like he he's been that type of dad where you know sometimes he'll be like, "Well, I'm coming to get you," and then he didn't show up, you oh. know, shit like that. So as I got into my adult age, it was just really like my mom has always encouraged my relationship with my dad. Like that's the one thing I can say. She mm-hmm. ain't never tried to like keep me and my dad apart or nothing like that. But as I got as I became an adult, she was like, You really need to spend time with your dad and stuff like that. And I really started spending more time with him as an adult when I had Josh. She was really the catalyst for me saying, Okay, I'm gonna go hang out with him more because I wanted him to be a part of her life you know it wasn't necessarily about my relationship with him although it's you know we've developed a better relationship we have our own little thing that we going on we have going on like i said you know me and him we'll throw a few beers back together laugh talk shit about my mama shit like that you know i mean that's we sound, have we have our good right. moments, you know. We'll go ride the horses together and shit like that. Cause you you get different perspectives from each about yeah. each parent from each parent. Have like, well, your daddy or your mama. Yeah. You'd be like, well, at the end of the day, you just tell me, and I just move and on. And like, with neither it. one of my parents ever like while I was a kid, neither one of them ever just voiced their opinions about each other to me, yeah. so that I could form my own opinion about my parents myself. Which I appreciate that about that, but yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with the old man. His birthday actually getting ready to come up next week. What you gonna get him? Nothing. You can get him. You can give him a twelve pack. Man, I'm calling and be like, "Happy birthday!" <laughs> he want me to come over next weekend, so I'll probably go over there next weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you go over there, take Jai. Yeah, we'll go over take there. Take a twelve pack. I ain't taking no twelve pack. About a six. I ain't taking that. You know what? No, I ain't. I'd rather him so, like, right now I'm doing sobriety. So I can deal with my dad when he's sober. But if my daddy drinking, I need to be drinking too in order to deal with him. Because <laughs> he, he he can be a lot sometimes when he got a, little, a, a couple of beers in him. Not saying he, like, no bad dude or nothing. But he just get goofier. I'm just saying, what if he probably already cast up? Man, you might, I'm, you might have to I'm put confident a he do. And say, hey, let's let's have a sober conversation. Man, that listen, catching my daddy did sober. Did he come off for that Juneteenth day? When did I see him? No, Jaw's birthday. Jaw's birthday. The year she had the dragon and the you not the dragon, the dinosaur and dinosaur the unicorn. And unicorn. Yeah, he was the one that was grilling that day. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, if he had been there for Juneteenth, you wouldn't have had the grill. Crazy. Your mom was sitting there like, Y'all leaving? 
I'm tired. <laughs> I did not come over here to do I, that. I, I, I couldn't even be mad at you, bro. I was <laughs> like, man, I feel so horrible. But that's beside the point. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> How you been doing, man? I've been fine, man. Just, uh, you know, probably job searching. Probably have to, you know, find me another endeavor part-time. Uh, that's what's I, up. I really be having a, a, I mean, a steady. It's always. My life is steady. It's steady and routine. Maybe the routine needed to be shaken up a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I know I need to get back to working with my oil in your hair. Or is you sweating? It's hot in Probably my Probably both. You know you don't cut the air on. You don't know. But I do got some oil in my beard glistening. I was looking at the hair on top of the I, head. I, I wasn't looking beard, at though. your beard. I asked about I, the beard. I don't give no shits about your beard. I see that gray popping. That gray gonna you pop, that boy. That gray popping. <laughs> that salt popping, boy. That salt popping. Oh. Nah, uh, Old I, I man think I'm, vibes. I think I'm going to let my hair grow out for a little bit and just get it shaped up. Uh, I'm letting mine grow back out. I ain't going to cut it. I mean, might as while. well. It's like you got nigga hair, but you don't. Facts. It's like in the front of it is nigga hair. Like, you know what's so weird about my hair? <laughs> what? My hair texture is very similar to Jamal's hair texture, to how mm-hmm. his hair texture was. And my mama just found it real funny because, like, his hair used to curl up like this or whatever whenever mm-hmm. it was growing out. But, like, if we kept it cut and did, took care of it, you know, waves be popping. But the back of his head was, like, real Kunta-ish. <laughs> Oh man, nah, I uh, my shit be curly, man, all over. I think, but the salt and pepper, the 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 salt be like real straight, and I don't like that. It's like real coarse. It's it's, it's tougher than the. Yeah, I don't like that. So, yeah. I don't know. It's alright. I mean, I think that's just what gray hair is, cause like with my mom's hair, um, and her locks, her gray is a lot tougher than really? the rest of her hair everything else is a lot softer so i'm thinking that it's just maybe i should think of a, a beard oil to make it a little curly a little thinner i mean a little softer and with a twist maybe it's a new in there oh i'm tell you i had came up with this idea don't, it was, don't uh, put it on the pod oh, okay you're right you're right you're no, right don't be right. telling everybody all you playing mm-hmm. but it's a virtual reality game i'm gonna tell you about it later Big. So uh, let's get to it. Let's get to some stuff that we're gonna talk about, man. All right. Uh, where you wanna start? Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Pick uh, one. Pick, 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 pick. I pick. mean, let's start with the hottest topic that's floating around. Jada. <sighs> Jada. Well, let me just say this first before we even get into it. When you had sent me the link, I know my immediate response was, "I'm gonna check it out." Because at this point, I'm getting tired of defendances. <laughs> like, bro. Because it just seemed like every time I turn around, Jada is back in the news. About something. About something. But with that being said, what's your thoughts on the entire discussion? Oh, uh, well... I actually I enjoyed the entire discussion. Uh I enjoyed the fact that, you know, they were able to dive into their uh understandings of sex, their understandings of accountability within that, uh, their understandings of, you know, 
how did they learn and whatnot. I really didn't care for the Willow part because I still look at Willow. As a little kid. I yeah, and then she said she's 21. I said, damn. Yeah, Willow grown. <laughs> I said... I, I, yeah, I, I at least thought she might have been like, a little yeah, older. When I when I see Willow, I still picture that little girl that came out with that. Right, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So, but yeah, uh, and then when she just explained how it pertained to her marriage, it's like, okay, you're probably able to help somebody who's been in a similar long term relationship, marriage, uh, or something like that, partnership or whatever. Um, to help them understand that you're not the only ones that might have some issues or right. this is something that goes on with, you know, a lot of right. couples. And so when she was just explaining how it's a, con- in, in a, in a nutshell, it's a constant teaching, I would say, teaching moments yeah. within, you know, each other's uh, uh, intimacy. It's like, we hear about that, but we don't ever see somebody who's who's openly discussing it yeah and then people who you know i'm saying it is like them you would think that it just seems like you know on the on the public aspect that they have it together at one point it seemed like that that they were good that they understood each other you know that they had some type of connection that just seemed rare but you know when she was just talking she was just like yeah you expect for your partner who's known you a long time to know what to do for you. Right. And now it's just sometimes you well, might have and to. and even. Well, go ahead. Finish oh, I was say you might have to teach them again. Right. And then not only that, you might be discovering something new for yourself. Exactly. And then e- even in that, like she wasn't even necessarily speaking on the aspect of her, her right now. She was speaking on the aspect of her in the past because even in the interview she stated, you know, I've grown past that point of feeling like if you love me, then you should know what I need in the bedroom. Like her mindset was this is who I was in the past. And I feel like a lot of times we sit and we talk about People people want to sit and make those posts and statuses and be like, well, marriage is hard work, relationships is hard work, blase, blase. But when you got somebody that's on a platform, and I know a lot of people is like, well, everything is go- that goes on in their life shouldn't be on pu- in public or on a public platform. Number one, they celebrities. It, even if they didn't voluntarily provide that information, somebody, somebody is going to get inside they information and expose them anyways why because we are a people that is so obsessed with everybody else's business that's Mm -hmm. number one but even even with that being said you have somebody that is like you said somebody on that level a celebrity saying hey even i've had struggles with this as well Mm -hmm. even i know and and i mean her mom even said you know with her and her husband They've been married, what, five years, she five said? Years. And she was like, and discussing sex still feels weird to her. Yeah. You know, even though they can talk about everything, still discussing sex feels weird. And for a lot of black women, in like, discussing sex, like, openly having conversations about sex has been very taboo. So now to have her come out and be like, well, yeah, at one point, and and I just sent you a post earlier today where people, where somebody asked, you know, if you really feeling this person, why can't you teach them 
you know, what it is that you like. And a lot of people was in that post saying, well, if you really got a connection with somebody, then that connection, you they automatically going to know the right things to do. It's going to feel good, blase, blase. But, bro, everybody's needs are different. Right. And in order for somebody to know your needs, you got to tell them. And her point was, my part in accountability is listening to what he's saying and providing for his needs. But I also have to be open and willing to tell him exactly what it is that I want. We yeah. all know at this point that Will and Jada had an open relationship. So with having an open relationship, and me and Jackie was discussing this on her post earlier, she, and she, she made the statement, you know, when you allowing other people into your relationships – you learning something different from that person. You know what I'm saying? And from that person, you might decide, oh, well, I ain't never had that before. I find pleasure in that. Now you do have to go to your primary mate and say, hey, I realize this is something that I like. This is now what I want. You know what I'm saying? And apparently they relationship work however it work, but – I think I think people for the most part blew what she said completely out of proportion. Yeah. Uh I'll say this, the memes and everything for it. They funny as they shit. Funny as I'm hell. not gonna lie, they funny. They are hilarious. I I've shared a couple, uh, and I got a couple more I'm gonna share. Uh <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but they yeah, funny. I, I I think the thing is, you know, what what is the disconnect between Jada, I mean, Jada's mom, and I wish I knew her name so I could actually say Gwyneth her name. Gwyneth Paltrow. Her name is Gwyneth? Oh, you talking about Jada's mom? Jada's uh, mom. It's Adrian. Some Adrian something. Yeah. Is it Baldwin? Miss Adrian. We're just going to call her Miss Adrian. Oh, well, her and Jada, it's like, how are you able to, and I understand this is your child, but how are you able to speak about sex with your child and then the person who you have a deeper level of connection with is kind of hard. It's like, you know, what is it that is I'm it a, connecting? I'm going to say it like this. Um, with me and my mom, I don't know how my mom and my brother's relationship really works. I don't know if my brother really goes to my mom and discuss his sex life with her. Mm-hmm. But for me and my mother discussing my sex life is something that is a little easier one because she's a woman so a lot of what I felt and a lot of what I want to feel or the thoughts that I'm having it's a great chance that she's experienced that already but when it comes to sitting down and having I don't think it's necessarily just a parent-child situation it's a mother daughter situation because I well, if, if it were child situation I mean because a woman to woman situation? woman to woman it's not like a one a mother and a son or a, a daughter and a father it's that woman to woman this is where I can completely relate to my mother on and even even in that um discussion that they had they were like you know had it been a few years back before we even started Red Table, we never would have had this conversation. Mm. So it's not just a, you know, well, we're okay with doing it now. It was it it's a process for them to even get to that point. It took a while for me and my mom to get to a place where we were able to openly or at least I was able 
to openly communicate with her about sex. But when it comes to me and my partner, again, sexuality has been very taboo for a very long time. It has been where there has been a mindset of the woman is supposed to please the man. The woman is supposed to please the man. And, and whether you feel like it has been or not, in a lot of instances, women have been taught and trained that you are supposed to please a man. The difference in what I was raised is that my mama always told me, you make sure you get yours first. She's always told me that. But for a very long time, in society, it was the woman's job is to please the man I, in the I, bedroom. I'll I, I, I so give you, you to the 90s. I'll give you to the so 90s. for a while, so, yeah. it wasn't, it was very taboo. Like still, you know, it was very like one of those things where you just don't really go to your man and tell him, oh, well, I need you to do this or I need you to do that for me sexually because. You just lie to your friends and say, oh, girl, he did that. I mean, sometimes motherfuckers wouldn't even lie. They, they your homegirl is who you go to as your confidant and be like, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. Like it's <laughs> like a, on the uh, like on nutty professor when they talk about it. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's a lot of women that aren't getting orgasms out here. It's not surprising it's if you listen. I, I guess I, I mean, guess the problem is people don't people listen. don't listen. Cause it's not surprising here when people say, "Well, women not orgasming," and then it's like, "All right, then you go to another breakdown of, okay, do you know what it like?" They said on the uh, red table talk, "Do you know what that looks like?" Or right. Do you uh, have an idea of what it feels like? And when you don't, it's like, "All right, how do you know how to make yourself get there?" Some people, even right. though some people don't believe in you know masturbating or nothing like that, it's just. You got to know what you want to feel. Exactly. And I, I've always felt like that. I've always, you know. I mean, it's like, I've, I I just think, one, we do kind of have to get to a place where we break down those barriers, especially when it comes down to significant others. You kind of got to get to a place. Like, if this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and you're talking about, oh, well, this is my best friend, blase, blase. Like, there's practically nothing that i don't tell my best friends like i feel like you and kamara know almost everything there is to know about me so when it comes to that it's like if my partner is my best friend then i should be able to open up to them and tell them everything that i want everything that i need everything that i desire without fear of judgment or anything like that and if your partner is judging you based off of what it is that you want or what you need then that's not the person for you. You know what right. I'm saying? So, I mean. All right, so I don't mean to cut y'all, but I do have a question. Yeah. So when people start, or women start saying, half of y'all don't even know how to make a woman come, what is supposed to follow after that? Like, you're not trying to help the actual situation yeah, that's going cause a lot on. Yeah, because a lot of women will sit and say, I don't have time to teach a man how to please me. But you can't you can't sit and complain about this. And then, shit. And then you like, can't have. I don't think you can have a good, lengthy, longevity relationship because you're go- that's gonna change. The things that you like are gonna change. It's gonna change. Like as you as you as you change as you evolve into a different person, your needs and your wants change. I mean, who you are, like your your guiding principles, generally remain the same over time. But as you evolve, there are different things that make you tick. 
and that's just with anybody like i i read somewhere where somebody said every single year of marriage you are with a new individual that person has changed because that within that last 365 that person has gone through so many things to where it has molded and shaped them into a completely different person whether it's you know i went from whether the woman went from a full-time student to now running her own business to now being a mother to now being you know whatever else it's like you're you're dealing with a different person each time and as you're dealing with that person i mean your needs gonna change i feel like women i feel like the frustration a lot of women have with not wanting to teach men is that they don't know themselves i could be wrong i could be wrong either that or they don't have the patience to actually guide See, the one thing it kind of goes back to is understanding leading. Because yeah. you, you, you talk about you want a man to lead, but then it's like, all right, now I'm putting you in this position to where right. now you see how leading actually affects somebody. Right. You know, it's very. you have to be very patient. You have to be very understanding. You have to be very, you have to be very specific right. with the 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 worst that you're saying with to men. somebody yeah especially with men because it's uh, like the specific this the specificity of it that's a word it is i'll take your word for it i bet you will <laughs> um it comes down to the fact that when when a man gets specific instructions they know exactly what to do how to do it, when to do it. Most of the time when a man gets specific instructions, he going to follow them instructions every single time. He's not going to stray from that book. And the reason why I know that is because I've always been taught that a man is oftentimes ruled by order. Like men, most men do like to be organized. They might not have a lot of shit organized themselves, but if they given, if they're given, the rule book, if they give him the playbook and a motherfucker give you the cheat code, god damn it, y'all gonna use that shit. And y'all gonna use it every time. And I most mean, of the time you ain't gonna stray from it. I mean, yeah. It's it's like, all right, you're telling me what it is to get you happy. Whether it be, you know, if we're talking about to get to the finish line or we're talking about just through the journey of everything. It's keeping you happy. All right, so let's do this. And along the way of that journey, it's going to be like, what else am I going to discover? And so that's the thing that we as men have to be able to receive also. It's like, hey, you can receive this instruction and it's going to be okay. There's no need right. to feel less of a man or, that's you know. That's I was just about to ask you. Like if, if men were capable, like if, if they were capable of receiving that instruction without allowing ego to get in the way. I mean, I know I've met men that, one thing about some men is that they're pleasers. They like to please their women. So they want to know what it's going to take. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I'll tell you how it can help with some certain people is by having a liking to certain music and the lyrics within that music. Let's take Kevin Gates, for example. Right. He recently had an interview, uh, uh, and he was just basically discussing – 
how he liked to be a pleaser in his music. Right. Uh, and so some of those lyrics, it was like, I mean, everybody picked up on the whole eating booty thing, right? But then some niggas was like, shit, I mean, I guess women do like that. And then you start talking to your girl about it, then you start to find out that she right. do like it. And so it was like, all right, I'm hearing the music. The music is making her feel some type of way. And now it's like, all right, I probably need to try to do that. So is it like one of them things where um, sometimes you have to hear things from a third party in order for it to really just like click? Yeah, second or third party. I got a homeboy who did not eat pussy until he found out I did. You know him. <laughs> so, yeah, you know him. But, you know what I'm saying? It it was just. You could have left that part out because now I'm well, wondering, it's, it's, like, which one of you niggas is that childish? I mean, it was back. Of course, it was back in the day when oh, okay. we was kids. No, this is back in the day. Okay. This is like ninth I grade. thought I thought we was talking about a grown ass man. No, 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 no. Talking no. about they don't eat, but which I mean, I understand there are some men that still say that, but that's childish as fuck. Especially <laughs> if you want your dick sucked. Yeah. It's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's second or third party people that have to, uh, you know, give somebody the courage to do something. And it's nothing wrong with that because you still utilize those same tactics with other things in your life. Right. So, you know, I, I think mean, I mean I think I think that's valid. But I think for me, I didn't mind to dive into you know the things that you like about sex with my partner. Uh, I think I stopped worrying about that. Uh, man, it had to be like twenty one. Yeah, twenty one, twenty two. I started to be like, all right fuck this what is it that you like or you know i would listen to how i want to say i i basically just pay attention to right. you know her body and so the thing is all right once you start to do that you start to be able to relieve some stress off of yourself to make sure that your partner is completely satisfied because you know you know the you know the points you know the pressure points to get to where you want to be now you can just prolong the journey and find out other different things about that person before you get there right i feel that i mean i think like for me i i don't think i've ever been shy about talking about like what pleases me i mean i you know i'm not really like that big on sex like i've never really been that much of a sexual person but whenever i like with my sex partners i would always ask them like hey what is it that you like because i'm one of them type of people where because i know that i'm not as into sex as most people my my abilities might not be where a lot of people will want them to be and i'm not ashamed to say that like i'm not the most confident head giver like i don't think that my head is any good somebody might have a difference of opinion i mean they might somebody might say that shit fire i don't know i'm not that confident in, in my abilities of giving head however you know i still want to know what i can do better and if i'm not doing a good job at it like in that moment teach me what right. it is that you want because my goal should be the same goal as you and in a lot of cases like when i ask those questions it usually opens the door up for him to reiterate that question to me like hey okay now we've discussed me what is it that you enjoy what is it that you want what do you need 
So, I I mean, I think people should stop bullshitting themselves. Like, conversation rule the nation. Just have a conversation. Stop giving motherfuckers them pity moans and shit like that. If the shit not good, booing that motherfuckers here. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing. Like, I'm just playing. Don't boo, but I mean, like, trip. like, I, gently I, you know, guide him but, but no, in the right direction. I, I will say this: at at this point in this time frame of life, men have to learn to not be. Men have to learn how to be okay with hearing about the type of sex that they give somebody. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't fuck up your pride. That Man, bad. that fucks up people's pride like a motherfucker. It, it should be like you know what? Hey, you weren't that great, but I'm pretty sure you know you might have been great to somebody else. And then you just be like, all right. But this is the question: When people say you weren't that great, do they go into a conversation of What's why it wasn't great? Like, is it was it like a we started doing it and the emotional connection just wasn't there for me or is it a because i know some people are emotional yeah like some people are kind of they they have sex with with their emotions versus just with their physical i know some people are more physical than emotional i know some people like to I mean, have but, a combination. But that's so the like, thing. You have to understand that every can that be fi- every like, every partner is going to be different, right? But so, can it be fixed in either of those situations? Like, if let's say it was a lack of an emotional connection, it after and with sex, you know, after sex, is it one of those things where you like, okay, well, emotionally, I ain't in it no more. So now we need to go our separate ways. But like with physical, well, physically. It just wasn't satisfying. Maybe we need to try it again. But let me give you a few pointers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's simply you should ask: Do we need to work on this, or are we done? And I and I I know it kind of sounds easy, but it's just like, all right, do I need to listen to you explain to me how I can be better, or just know that you know you probably need to take your time better with somebody else next time? Because I mean, it's. Some women don't want to further along the conversation because it's like, all right, I'm gonna hurt your feelings. Uh, you know, even and you if you ain't gotta hurt nobody's feelings in order to I mean, but even truth. if even if you're not intentionally trying to hurt anybody's feelings, when you start going down probably along a list of shit that, you know, you could have been better at, it's like, damn, that's kinda messed up. But it's like if you if you want to actually learn better and do better, I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like. Right. And what you need to pay attention to, to your next partner or with me next time. Right. So then you just have to understand, is it going to be a redeemable situation? Do I get some redemption or is it just, hey, we done. it's all good. Appreciate, I, appreciate it, but we're going our separate ways. Uh, and I, I mm, when it what was, y'all think? When it was bad, it I know... I mean, I've had not so good sex. I'm saying like it's like you kind of be I mean, you kind of be off it, but then it's like all right, let me just let me give you one more shot. And I think that's the thing with men. Men are able to be like, I mean, I, I mean, I've been shot. like that with a dude or two before. Or five. Continue. Continue. Keep going, man. You're just gonna be a whole whole ass <laughs> nigga right now, right? 
That's what you're gonna do. I, I thought you were gonna keep going. You said or two, and I was just gonna. No, no. Just hit the minimum. You just. I'm, I'm you just a whole ass you. niggas, man. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, I didn't, I didn't try to, you know, give dudes another go, had a conversation, you know, hey, try this the next time, let's do this the next time, you know. I mean, and then I didn't have some dudes where I'm just like, yeah, shit was trash. I'm done. But okay, did you go into detail with them? Did you tr- did you initiate a chance to go into detail with them, or did you just let them go? Not I even for not go. even for a second chance, just to explain. I just let them go. Why? Nah, I just let them go. But, it I'm, wasn't a, it wasn't. It was kind of the situation of I felt like their ego couldn't handle me telling them, "Hey, the sex wasn't any good." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, I, I think it was more of a safety thing for me. It was like, okay, you don't, your ego really don't seem like you can handle that type of honesty right now. So, I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to let you go. I'm going to have to cut you from the team. I appreciate you for trying out. <laughs> Needs to be like, <sighs> Man, you know, you know, so, hey. But yeah, that is what it is. So uh, I mean, what do you think? How do we bridge the gap? In in, in a nutshell, pun intended. <laughs> um, I think, I think first men have to take put their egos to the side, put their pride to the side, in order to be receptive. And I know. I hate that I feel like I have to say this on every episode. I know this is not all men. And I know this is not all women. We know this. But I feel like men have to put their pride and their ego to the side to be receptive of what's needed. But also, I feel like women have to actually be more confident to say, this is what I need. Because I don't, I honestly don't think, I don't think it's always a fact of I'm going to hurt your feelings. It's a lot of time, it's number one, women not knowing what it is exactly that they want. Number two, if they know what they want, they don't know how to articulate it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if you don't know how to articulate it to somebody else, bro, I've been, I like, I've been in relationships where if I couldn't tell the person how I wanted it, like, I'm going to lay there and I'm going to show you how I want it. I'm going to show you how to please me because if, if I got to get you, I got to get through to you some type of way, you know what I'm saying? And if you somebody that's actually wanting to learn, then I'm going to do my best to show you whatever it is that you need to learn. So I think, I feel like the pride got to be put to the side and I feel like the confidence got to be picked up a little bit by the women for them to be able to say, Hey, this is what I need. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I agree. I think, uh, I think just being able to, if you're going to engage in sex with anybody, just be able to be comfortable with yourself 
you already got naked. You not already reached. Pardon me, y'all. One of the maximum points is like, all right. The next one is to listen. Right. You got naked now. Open your ears. You know, you can open your legs. Open your ears up, and then you know, figure out what it is that your person wants or. Pay attention to in the moment as well. In other words, you gotta be naked in more ways than one. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta just be willing to adapt. It's it's vulnerability. Yeah, and yeah. and a lot of people nowadays don't like being vulnerable. Shit, men never like being vulnerable. Women women don't like being vulnerable now. Mm. But yeah. yeah, all right, good part of the discussion. Moving um, on to the next, uh, I guess we can discuss a dude that left his wife and four kids. Willie, Willie, making the band. Is it Willie? What's the last name? Davis. I don't know. Let me see. Anyway, Willie from uh uh day, day twenty six. He uh and his wife had broke up because he needed a mental health break. Um, he said he needed to leave his family, uh, for a little while to make sure he didn't, you know, I, I, I don't want to say kill himself cause he didn't say that, but he did, he said he didn't want to die. And so we've seen, I know we've seen over the years, uh, people kill themselves because of their mental health. And it's like, we now are promoting so much mental health for men, especially, Black men, it's like all right, to the to the extent of it's like if you have to take you know some extreme precautions to make sure that you're okay, we believe that you should you should take them. Yeah. And so he did that. And so my question to you is, what do you think was the right or wrong way that he approached the situation? I'm I'm torn on it. And the reason that I'm torn on it is because I don't know exactly what their relationship was like, him and the wife. I don't know exactly what their relationship was like. And if their relationship, and and don't get me wrong, I'm never in favor of anybody just leaving a woman to take care of all the kids. But I will say that only the man has that luxury only the fathers have that luxury to say okay i'm about to pack up and leave because just because you needed that mental health break i can you disagree some, i can drop some names that's been able to say hey ma take care of my kid for me i'm gonna go over here and build myself up for a while and i got some names that says hey you keep our kids I, I gotta go take care of me, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish. I just want like you to know that asking, I know. asking someone else to take care of their I kids. I know them. Yes. I'm no, 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 no. What I am saying is, when it comes to fathers and mothers, yes, a mother does have the opportunity to say, "Hey, I need to take care of myself," but they have to find another individual it's never them being able to go to the father and just leaving the kid with the daddy i have the never father seen has all three kids in his house and she is in another state another one is in another state and the child is with the father but i'm gonna let you go ahead and finish though i'm just saying hey 
I know you probably haven't we, seen it, are, are and that's we, okay. Are we, are, we, are we in a situation where we we, no, we got to bring we up the faults of the other person, no, of, of the other we, sex, we in order to, to make pardon. the point? We pardon, so I'm letting you keep going. I mean, I know, but see, but, but see, when you, you said brought when up. you said there isn't, even though it is, I still, you know, I, okay, I, was, so letting you, majority, I was letting you go off. Majority of the time, since go I got to be more specific go with off, you, like I got to be specific go with off, all sis. of the people that be listening and, and viewing. Go off, sis. Majority of the time. It is the fathers who have the luxury of walking away from the children. It is not the mothers who have that luxury. So with that being said, I don't necessarily agree with him leaving her and the kids. And I understand that he's still been keeping in touch with the kids. He's sending her money, whatever he, you know, whatever it may be. But at the same time, it's nothing like the presence of a parent. Of a parent. It is nothing like the presence. And with that, you could have, even if you felt like you couldn't talk to her rationally about whatever was going on, at that point, you need to now be an adult about the situation and say, hey, okay, I need to put the proper things in place and I understand your mental health is at risk but even for me I've had moments like when I was worried about postpartum with job I was like I told my mom I was like if I fought because I've suffered with depression you know what I'm saying so I told her I was like hey if I if I fall into postpartum if I if depression strikes me after I had this baby take her take her Make sure she's straight. That way I can get situated. Mm -hmm. But I, I was even in, you know, even in your, even in your mess, you can still be able to actually make the appropriate preparations for your children. And as a father, I feel like he should have been like, he, he could have gone to a lawyer. He could have gone to a counselor, anything and said, Hey, I need a break from this life that I'm living right now, but I want to still be present for my kids. I want to still, you know, whatever the case may be, you didn't have to like move as far away from them as you did. None of that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when it comes down to protecting his mental health, if their relationship was that toxic, toxic to the point where he had to say, okay, I can't do it. I feel like my life is in danger because number one, of course, we don't know what he meant by he didn't want to die, but stress can kill you. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't, if you depressed or you, you're, you have high anxiety or whatever, you could consider, you know, you can consider suicide, things of that nature. Like, so when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm all for a man protecting his mental health and taking care of his mental health. I'm all for that. However, when you become a parent, even in your dismay, even in your issues and your problems, you still have to do what's in the best interest of your kids. And walking away from your children, whether you are walking away from a toxic relationship or not, walking away from your children is not in the best interest of your children. 
Yeah, I I agree. I uh I feel like he should have probably, and we don't know if he did or didn't. Uh, took took a few more steps in trying to be to try to make sure that you're present even you know during the break. Uh, I I feel like you know the way that you made a post on social media, uh, it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like I want to tell you what you should have done, but also. It's like I ain't trying to tell you, but I'm not. I'm not finna be going around posting. I mean, uh, 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 posing for pictures and posting them like everything is all good, right. or just trying to get you know my fans uh, an update. It's like let me update my family with how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. Right. Uh, and I, I, I just think you know, if you need, if you need that much of a break, you, you have to still be connected you have to still be right uh available you know because you're getting a break from whatever it is but you don't need to break from just conversation you still got responsibilities and even if even if you gotta take a little bit of time away from the kids or whatever because don't get me wrong i feel like every parent needs to take some time away from their kids because your relationship with your kids can be one of the most toxic relationships you be in because the one, the only thing that you do in your relationship with your kids is give. Yeah. You give and give and give. And don't get me wrong. You know, you brought them into this world. Ain't nobody tell you to have no kids or nothing like that. But at the same time, once you have them, that doesn't mean that you deserve any less of time to yourself. However, you should have made the appropriate preparations to say, hey, I'm taking a little bit of a break right now but in however many days weeks i'm coming back and i'm gonna take the kids over for this amount of time you know what i'm saying like just make the proper preparations in order to make sure the kids is straight because like when i think when i think about single mothers like it was just a chick recently a young lady recently that drove into traffic purposefully and committed suicide because she would, the stress of being a single mother of two children was weighing down on her. And the sad part about the entire situation is every time I saw a post about it, everybody was sitting there and blaming her for being a single mother. No, like I didn't see a lot of accountability for the fact that the kid's father was not there. And that's what I mean by in a lot of cases, the father has the luxury to just do whatever the fuck he want to do. He can move on and start a whole nother family. But that woman, number one, the love that a mother has for a child is unfucking matched. I don't care. I don't care what dads feel for their kids i'm sorry what the love that a mother feels for her child is unmatched there is nothing in this world like a mother's love nothing better in this world than a mother's love that is number one so when it comes down to a mother's love she is gonna put everything her all like every fucking ounce of her life into making sure her children is okay 
like every single ounce of her life. She will, she will literally die making sure her children are okay. But there have been times like even for myself and don't get me wrong. I have a really good support system. I have a really good village, but there have been times even for myself where I've thought maybe Jai would be better off without me. Like I've had those thoughts. So I knew what she was going through. So in, in situations like that, like a lot of times people sit and be like, oh, well, moms are strong. Single mothers are strong. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, single mothers are strong. But at the same time, like that is something that we should not be wearing as a badge of honor. Because then it's it's kind of like when when it comes down to single mothers, we're we're preaching a lot now about black men protecting their mental health and taking care of themselves mentally which is all fine and good but we have a bigger issue with black mothers actually not being able to get the break that they need especially black single mothers the ones that don't have a village the ones that's, that don't have somebody getting a child every single Sunday or every other Tuesday and Thursday or what have you you know what I'm saying like and a lot of times they don't have the means to go and get the help that they need. Yeah. So we out here struggling, like the whole community struggling right now. But when it comes down to it, like I've seen more black fathers walk away from their kids than I have seen mothers walk away from their kids. Uh, yeah, I, I, we've, we've seen that. We've seen a lot of that. Uh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people just don't see active fathers enough. Enough. To really grasp grasp what it is that they hold near and dear to themselves. Right. Because I get that, you know, a mother's love and a mother um, a mother will die for their children. And it's like and this is this is not a competition. But it's just actually understanding that there are fathers who break in their backs. Not saying no mother isn't. Right, but I'm and saying I, I definitely when agree. when the when the whole family is there, there are fathers who break their back. There are fathers who won't even see their kids just to make sure that they'll provide for them. They're in the same household. My my own situation. I didn't see my father at all, but my father loved me enough to say, "Hey, this is how I know how to provide for my family. I know I'm gonna and have I, to take and that sacrifice." And I don't sacrifice. disagree with that, but what I'm saying is, let me put it this way: when a most of the time, when a mother finds out, when a woman finds out that she is pregnant and she's expecting a child the moment that she sees positive after she goes into shock her first expression is love for that child the moment like i the moment like i'm i'm never saying that dads aren't they they don't love their kids they wouldn't die for their kids blase blase but what i am saying is if the daddies weren't around in a, in in most cases in most cases if the daddies are not around the mothers are going to do it and even when the dads are around every single thing that the father is not doing guess who the responsibility lies with when i say that a mother will literally like we've seen time and time again all of the movies all of the stories that's been written about single mothers kids especially by tyler perry kid you know folks making it out the hood the mamas is the ones that the boys is is you know i'm about to take care of my mama because she i watched her work three jobs by herself raising these kids 
doing everything she got to do. She made sure she still sat at the table and did homework with us. Blase, blase. What I'm saying is a mother will literally, like, when I say we give our lives for our kids, number one, when we in childbirth, we are literally sacrificing our bodies and our lives. Black women have a higher rate of mortality than any other woman on this earth. We are literally out here dying to bear you all's children, to bear the children of black men. And we are being left with the responsibility of raising those children that we've either like almost died from giving birth. A lot of times, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the dads do step up if the woman has died during childbirth. But at the same time, that woman's family ends up having to step up. Like when I say we're literally giving our lives, that's what I mean by giving our lives. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people joke around and say, well, we carry the kids around our whole life. Yeah. Y'all carry them motherfuckers in y'all nutsack, but they not, they not altering your organs for 10 months. They not causing you nausea. They not causing you to be t extra tired. They not causing, you know, none of the bodily harm that it causes us. Do you, do you think people, when it comes down to that, that alone, talking about, the the things that you go through with you know uh developing a child is like it's it's wrong to leave somebody in that situation hell yeah it's fucked up it's absolutely wrong to leave somebody in that situation and and no let me not say that it is not wrong to end a relationship in that situation it is not. And the reason why I say that is because there are there are times and extreme measures when sometimes you just got to end well, the no, relationship. Well, we, no, we're not talking about the relationship. We're just talking but about the, like, the presence of being there throughout the, presence, the process. You need to be for every fucking, every step of the way, all fucking nine months, you need all 40 weeks. So that's technically 10 months. All 40 fucking weeks, you need to be there. Every doctor's appointment, you need to be there. Every fucking thing. If you're not there during that, with the exception of her just telling you, well, I don't want you around, blase, blase, blase. If, if she's saying, hey, I need you, you need to be there because you helped create that. Right. And... Uh, I guess I guess it always just... It does... Uh, sway between relationships because it's like I think of possibly how my father had to go through his situation with my mom and it was like hey I have to leave to prepare for this child financially uh, and it, it's, it was a different time zone too because the access to that person was completely different so I don't know how he was feeling being gone from you know, not being able to go to doctor's appointments and not being able to be there day in, night out, you know, to see his kids. But I know it's, 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 I mean, it's the I, partnership. And I in, think that, in, in that aspect, yeah, it's definitely the partnership. I'm not necessarily saying, like, what I'm saying is, in a lot of instances, when a motherfucker decide, and don't get me wrong, if y'all have had a conversation up front and y'all are like, hey, you know, dude come and say, I don't, I don't want 
no kids like I know this is a really that's a really touchy subject to really have because I've seen situations where I've agreed with like saying if a dude came to you up front and said hey I want you to have an abortion I don't we don't want this kid but then you decide that you still want to have that baby because your body your choice how can we be mad at that man and say hey you know he don't want to take care of his responsibilities but at this point he gave you the option to not even have that responsibility you know what i'm saying like he gave you that option to not have that responsibility but women can also go and have a, an abortion without discussing it with that man and in cases like men ha i've talked to men where they're like man i found out that my lady was pregnant but she went and had an abortion and didn't tell me anything mm-hmm and that that's some hurtful shit, especially for men that want kids, but they don't have no say. But then so they they that. have the the women have the support behind them that says your body, your choice from men and women. It's like it's like there's it's not like a there's, there's sword. not it's not even a discussion about what does the other person feel because the way you said that this is she's carrying his child, then it's like, we need to make decisions together. Right. Together, if we're dating together, if, or, if we're single, single like, we need to make decisions yeah. together. But when you do it by yourself, that self is just hell. And at the, at the end of the day, you're still getting applauded for making the decision for yourself. Right. And that's the messed up part that people It's like deal it's, with. It, it really is a double-edged sword. But, but if both of y'all have agreed that the baby is sticking around, if if the both of you have agreed that the baby's sticking around, then, yeah, you definitely need to be in a place of uh, we taking care of it. Like, I, it's, it's, a, it's a touchy subject, don't get me wrong, and it's tricky when it all comes down to it. But... I do feel bad for men in certain situations, especially when they're like, I don't, this is not something that I want. And we know that we have an option to take care of it. But then she's like, oh no, I'm having this baby. Well, now he stuck with that motherfucker, whether he wanted or not. Yeah. And you got to pay, you got to pay for it. And then like, it ain't in, a, in a lot of states. It's Blame, not saying you right. shouldn't have laid down. You shouldn't have laid down with them, blase, blase. But then when women become single mothers, it's the it, it's still the blame. Well, you knew that he didn't want the baby. But I, I think that's what Kevin Samuels mainly speaks about. It's like, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't talking about that man no more. Uh, well, all I'm saying is that was his whole premise in the beginning was. Hey, even though you are in the situation, it was still your choice to follow through with it. That's all I'm saying about right. that. So he was like, you chose, you know, certain aspects depending on, you know, your story. I feel like, and I feel like that, I kind of feel like that's the take that I have on it. I know for me, abortion has never been something that for me personally, I've been okay with. Now, I, I don't give a shit what other people decide to do. Like, that's your body do whatever the fuck you feel is best. You know what I'm saying? But for me, abortion just wasn't, was never an option for me. And that's just my personal preference. So when it came down to it, it was kind of like when I had my kid, if her dad decided that he didn't want to be involved, I wasn't going to like the one thing that I knew I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to put him on child support. I wasn't. And don't get me wrong. He never, he he wanted a kid, so he never ever 
suggested an abortion or anything like that but it was just the simple fact of i know people sometimes switch up once the baby get here and if it ever came down to it where i didn't have the support from him like my thing was shit i'm i was cool with being a single mom i know that a lot of people don't like i know a lot of men ain't really down with you know dealing with single mothers but mm-hmm. For the sake of my kid, I'd have been okay with just being, you know, a single mom. Like, yeah. we gonna do everything together, fam. We're gonna kick it. So, all right, kind of to a lighter s- subject. Do you think the fact that men are becoming more aware of the double standards in the world and they tired of it, do you think that's a good thing for us? It's men and that we're voicing it because even when we voice it, women are saying, y'all, y'all acting like bitches now. Or y'all want to be the bitches. And I seen a meme, and I'm going to post it. I don't give a damn. It said, you want me to chase you and pay your bills? Fuck no. I said, that's a good meme. Because a lot of, a lot of people want you to do those two things. Well, you already know what women going to say in response to that. Oh, I'm not shit. even... I ain't even getting into that, but they be, I they mean, be trying to light my ass up. Man, baby, <laughs> it the shit. I like. I swear, if if y'all don't hear nothing else that I say tonight, please know, especially to all of the females that be getting offended by his post. I sit back and laugh at y'all asses, like dead ass, like, and I will send him a text message and be like, "Damn, you really didn't got them pissed off today, huh?" The shit is funny because he he say the shit just to get up under y'all skin, like. But I said with no with, with no no, no opinion at all. Like you don't even post your opinion. You just make a statement and motherfuckers just run with it. And I be like, ha ha ha, y'all funny. Um, uh, but yeah, but I mean, I feel like like I said, I mean, I just feel like when it comes to black men specifically. The system is definitely not set up for y'all to survive or succeed. So in that, though everybody, a lot of people is like, oh, protect black men, you know, protect their mental health and all of that shit. Like, now that y'all are. What you said, all of that shit. What you mean? No, it was just the way you said it. Oh, well, I'm just saying, you know, motherfuckers, motherfuckers be fake concerned. So that's why I was like, uh-huh. all that shit. But, uh, like, I just really feel like now that y'all are becoming more vulnerable, because men are now opening up more. They, they're, they're showing their emotion more. And that's something that, you know, for a long time, women have asked of men. And y'all get it. And then it's like, damn. I mean, how many times do I have to tell you women don't know what the fuck they want? Have I not said that before? You I have. feel like I've said that several you times had. on the podcast you, you've before. Had. But it's like, yo. Women yo. don't know what the fuck they want. That's just like the whole, oh, I want you to tell me the time and to just get ready oh, and man. I'm going to do it. And then, and then, then as soon as it flags. do it, it's a red fucking flag. Oh, he wasn't considerate of your time. How he know that you ain't have nothing planned. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Like, women don't know what the fuck they want. Yeah. 
I feel like more women need platonic male friends. Yeah, I think because I think they do because it's like I'm gonna show you where you're being d- having homeboys. Like that was one of the best fucking decisions I ever made in my life. Don't get me wrong. Now that I'm grown, grown, like I want more female friends. Yeah, but I'm very selective of my female friends because like. A lot of people that I be seeing around, I be like, y'all on that bullshit. But, mm-hmm. like, having male friends has taught me a lot about myself. Because it's kind of like, I'll come to you, and I'll be like, hey, man, this shit, this shit, this shit. And you be like, well. That shit, that shit, that, that shit, shit, that, that shit, shit, that shit. <laughs> Look at it from this perspective. This, this, that, and the third. And I'm kind of like. All right, you 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 about right. I be like, man, fuck that shit. But you right, yeah, you know, the devil's advocate shit. Because you know, anytime we mention something to each other, it's gonna be devil's. It's gonna be devil's advocate. We all we always like. It's never me and him just saying. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes we we will say. Sometimes when it's just like it is. When it's just it is what it is. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, that motherfucker tripping. But a lot of times it's all right, bro. Look at it this way, bro. Maybe it's this. And in that, like when you have when you have a male's perspective and it's a it's a platonic male's perspective. Like I I had an ex that used to have an issue with me coming to you and talking to you about things that I struggle with in my relationship because he wanted to be the one to be like, oh, this is the problem, and I just pick it up and run with it. And fix it, but it was like, okay, well, the way that he was presenting it to me, I wasn't fully comprehending. So in order for me to comprehend what the fuck was going on, and in order for me to properly fix it, I was I was going to the closest male that I knew I could talk to that was going to be as real and as honest with me about it. And it was just kind of like, you know, hey, fam, this what it is. You give me your feedback. And then I go back to them and be like, okay. I see what you were saying now. Yeah. I better understand it now. And like platonic male friends, man. And even if even if you don't have a platonic male friend, like if you got a brother or something, like big brothers should be hipping you to the game. Low key. Like and they right. should be. Really if you have a big brother, there's the no game. reason why. I mean you might fall you might fall into some shit because of your own want or your own desire. Right. But you already know ahead of time. You should know ahead of time what's like, the possibility that could happen if you got an older brother. Like, me and my brother, we, we, as we got older, as we grew up together, like, me and him used to fight all the time because we were so close in age. Mm-hmm. So, it was, I mean, we 11 months apart. It, we almost felt like the same damn age. You know what I'm saying? So, it, he didn't really feel much like a big brother. But, like, now that we're adults, I've realized that he's experienced a lot of shit that I ain't experienced. So when I'm having issues or whatever, like if I don't talk to you about it, and I might talk to you about it, but I'm like, man, fuck that shit. I need another opinion or some shit like that. Then, yeah, I'm going to go to my big brother or I might go to him first and be like, hey, fam. So personal question, this this what's going on. And I don't go into too much detail because he don't be wanting to know a whole bunch of shit about my personal life and everything like that. But big brothers are supposed to, especially for females, Big brothers are supposed to hip you to the game. And if your big brother is acting overprotective for any damn reason, bro, take heed to that shit. Because niggas know. 
niggas. Yeah. And the one thing I know about women is we don't know some we don't know shit about niggas, and we gonna fall for the okie doke every fucking time. Because it, it it be the potential y'all y'all grasp, it just don't let that go motherfucking up. me potential. It be like this nigga ain't took you on one date. He called you. He ain't sent sent you a good morning text. That motherfucking me potential. He'll, he'll hit you up in the beginning of the week, and then you won't hear to from till the weekend. It's like, bro, the signs are there. How many times I gotta tell you stop? Just it's just the potential. The things will change, and a lot of women be hoping they pussy change a man. Why? Why? Why that's do you? The, why that's do women the dumbest think? Thing because a lot of a lot think. of women leave with sex. And that's the fucked up part is men get a lot of blame. But when you lead with sex, when you actually want a relationship, you putting yourself in a bad spot. Stop doing that. Stop. But can a woman hold out and still get a relationship? It probably can't. I mean, it's, pro- it's probably, you know, it's all up in the air. But the thing is, it's like. I think that's the biggest problem. Everything is all up in the air. And so people are really in this place of not wanting to take that risk. But this this is the deal. You you have to go in understanding that it's up in the air. Nobody has to follow through with, you know, the relationship. Nobody has to stick around. It's all about you, how, how you making somebody feel and how they want to still stick around with that, stick around by that. It. You know what I'm saying? Because men go through it. That's why men are talking about when they like, man, I ain't trying to take you out on no date. You know what I'm saying? Like that bullshit. It's like, I don't want to waste my money and you sitting here deciding if you want to fuck with me or not. I personally like to make first dates like something that we can do for free. Like meet me at the park and we can go chill at the park and talking shit like that. That's the deal. It's like men, men who don't understand that feel pressure of saying, hey, I got to take her somewhere nice, take her to uh, uh, somewhere to eat. You know, you have to spend money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. First of all, if you're not ready to spend a little bit of something, don't date nobody yet. And I say that because you still have to do gas. Kevin Samuels just recently was telling me. Probably, but it's like you have to you have to drive. You got to drive. Or you got to ride the bus. You still got to pay for the bus pass. Man, go get me a little <laughs> 99 cent Frosty. Wait, is Frosty still 99 cent at Wendy? I never had, I don't Bro. eat Frosty like that. But man, go get me some ice cream. But like that's the, that's the deal, cream. man. Take it's me like. For a walk in the park. Or even if, man, we ain't even got to have no ice cream. I bring my own bottle of water or something. We go. But, hey, I saw that post about going to the gym as a first date. Oh, yeah, they ain't like that shit. They ain't like that. They was like, you better not. I don't even like working out. I like yeah. eating. And it, and it's like, I like eating too, but low key, if a dude asks me to go to the gym on the first day, like my first thought is not that he thinks I'm fat. My first thought is, okay, this is something that he enjoys doing, number one. And if I'm trying to get to know somebody, I want to at least try something that you enjoy doing. Now, don't get me wrong. I know sometimes at the gym, you can't really talk to people. Some people like to just kind of be in their own little zone while they at the gym working out or whatever. But, like. But the same. I'm, and I'm going to be honest. The same can go for eating. A lot of fat folks don't want to talk while they eat. They want their elbow room. 
and they want their plates. Like sit on the other side of the like, table. Yeah, don't, don't sit right next to me. Sit on the other side of the table, cause bro, I'm about to get and like then, this, and, and then, I'm about to grub. And then folks don't trip when they talk about going to a movie for a day. You're not supposed to be talking, you ain't in, talking a movie. in a movie. So then, what's the that's actual date? You that's because motherfuckers cool with giving out hand jobs in the movie. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's nothing wrong with that either. I enjoyed but... that pause. I enjoyed <laughs> that because I know exactly what went through your mind. <laughs> I can't wrong stand with that. you. But anyway, like I'm saying though, it's and then when they said, "Well, if you just want to do some cheap shit." It's like, damn, that's not cheap. That's, that's not cheap. I'm getting to know you. I've talked to you on the phone. Now I'm trying to see how you are outside of, you know, uh, right. over the phone conversations. How do you interact in person? Should I go to the gym and then get me a smoothie afterward? Give me a nice little uh, protein a shake or something. And then, and then you still getting something to eat. You probably getting something healthy to eat. And you like, no, nah, I don't want that. Like, bro, now you being picky with the date. Now it's sure. like, really, fuck you. I don't want to do it. So, cause the next day we might be going and doing yoga or something like, bro. And then I mean, like, if you did, if you like, did the gym, I'm gonna do something you want to do. Right. And I think that's the thing. And then that shows you consideration. A person is considerate of what you want to do or what you find fun. And I might not like it. You might want. You I, might. You I might hate like, going to the gym. You might like plays. I don't like plays. If I don't like plays, but I'm going to buy a ticket to go to a play, I want to see how that makes you feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's You want us to be gentlemen. We become gentlemen, but we also have some type of leadership style in that gentleman role, and now it's pushback for doing that. It's like, yeah, damn. You y'all just can't don't win know what y'all losing. want. I, to- I told you. <laughs> I'm always saying women don't know what the fuck they want. But I, I I don't know. I just think full circle. We, me and I, come to the realization that they have a viewpoint in something, and it should be heard. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes this might be stupid as fuck. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Sometimes sometimes it makes sense, and it's not man, meant to be sometimes said. You motherfuckers is just retarded. As and fuck. sometimes you spot on, but you know. Uh, all right, man. I I think that's pretty much that's good for the day. That's good for uh, the day. Yeah, man. I know you got to get past your bedtime. Man. And you uh, got to go ahead and fall out and go to sleep. So, uh, Absolutely. I know we they need to check out uh, our post coming up to see our viewpoints on some of the things we didn't talk about tonight. Yeah. And then uh, just get some feedback, man, and uh, figure out, you know, how, how we can do better. How we can do better as fathers who need a mental break, who still... Uh, have kids how we can do better with you know if we're not with our uh baby mothers during the pregnancy what do we need to do to be there uh of course that's the varies but you know still it some, varies, some yeah. insightful uh responses is necessary uh and just things like that so yeah we're gonna try and get some feedback and figure out how we can uh how us men can be better yeah okay Anything else you I mean, got? I'm sure we, I'm sure, I, I ain't even going to say I'm sure. I fucking know, I'm 1,000% sure that women need feedback on how they can be better too. So, uh, yeah. Shit, taking it in. Anyway. You anyway. know, hey, before we go though, I do want to say one thing. 
if a woman ask a man because i know we had i know i see it a lot where men be like well i don't really open up to my woman and tell her what's wrong because she gonna turn around and use it against me later okay number one that's not how you have a relationship that's not how you have a relationship fellas so i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you that now that's not how you have a relationship but also ladies if you are one of those women that turn around and use whatever the fuck they just said against them, that's not how you have a relationship. Because if you want that motherfucker to be vulnerable with you and to be open with you and to talk to you about shit that's bothering him or shit that's going on with him and being all emotional and shit, God damn it, don't turn around and use and weaponize it against him. Because that's what's going to always cause him to shut down or move the fuck on to a woman that fucking appreciates his vulnerability. Why women? All right. On that note, <laughs> that was his truth. And that was her truth. And somewhere in there, except for that last part, <laughs> is the, the real, real truth. truth. We'll holler at y'all later. later.